we are back on episode number 34 of Nerd Pastiche. 34. Yeah, 34. 34. That's a big old 34. That is a big old 34. I mean, <laughs> we have definitely crossed the threshold of, you know, you just put an actual number on the the cake or baked good of your choice. Yeah. As opposed to a full-fledged array of candles. Yeah, that's a fire hazard. That is a significant fire hazard and we can't have that. No. Yes. Now, okay, now if you were to have a baked good for your name day, are you a traditional cake person? Cuz mm. I think cake just I'd rather just have a lot of just a, a a plethora of cupcakes, not that I eat that stuff anymore, but Aww. I would rather have a <laughs> I'll eat them for you. <laughs> that's that's very good. Yes, along with the peeps and the candy corn, I know you will. Yeah. No, yeah. I do cakes, I do cupcakes, I'll do cheesecake. <sighs> like I'm good with that as an option. Yeah. I say any type of baked good is <laughs> totally <laughs> valid and acceptable for a name day festivity. In okay, fact, well, that, that narrows best, it down. Best case scenario is multiple kinds of, of baked goods. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, that's ruined it. I asked you for so, what is your like, favorite, and you just okay, very good. We're coming up on thirty three in August, so like, give me thirty three different kinds of baked goods, and I would be even better. I don't need, I don't need candles. I just I, have the cakes and the cookies scones, and the pies, muffins, and scones, cupcakes. Muffins. Yeah, are there are there little turkey muffins? Uh, probably not, because that is still an abomination to me, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. We're here we are <laughs> on Nerd Pastiche. For, for those of you who have listened to us before, we thank you for coming back. For those of you, this is your first time. As I'm you sorry. Clearly, yeah, <laughs> as you can clearly see, one of the things that we do is we, we like to lean heavy on nonsense, as you mm-hmm. just heard. We will also find out, oh, I... God, again, you, you figure, see, you know, again, this is what happens when it, when I don't feel like I've talked to you in forever. It's true. Because I, we, we didn't even give our names. I'm your co-host of Nerd Pastiche, Darian. Oh, I'm your other co-host, Brittany. There we go. Professional. Yeah. So if this is, yeah, to help <laughs> Overrated. <with that. laughs> no, it's, it's, oh, oh, it's highly overrated, especially yes. in these unprecedented times. So... If this is your first time listening to us, what we like to do is engage in a little bit of nonsense. We like to talk about how it is that we nerded over the last week since we last spoke to each other. And then we will give a recommendation from our nerd proclivities. Mm-hmm. And then we will have a main event of the evening. Sometimes it's something that I talk about. Sometimes it's something Brittany talks about. Sometimes it's something that we can we can both come together and connect mm-hmm. on and talk about together. It's even though rare, we'll be, but we do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, exactly. Then we'll have a topic, an overarching topic that again we will be completely different on oh, for absolutely. various reasons. For various reasons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so here we are. So, so Brittany, I got, I have to know how it is that you, that you nerded over the last week. I'm always wondering, because again, I told you this before, you're a hard person to keep track of. It's true. I, I, uh, I like to cover myself in the veil of secrecy. Actually, that's not true at all. I am of an open fricking book. Um, so is, is, is it a Harry Potter that. novel? A little bit. So, I mean, honestly, to be totally fair, there's one thing that was that was nice and different that we can talk about that I did this week. But most of my week has been made up of Stardew Valley. Oh, God. 
just I, playing more Stardew Valley, getting to the point where I'm finally, like I finally have unlocked the back room of Willie's storeroom and I'm almost there to be able to get his, his boat fixed up for him so that he can take me to the new islands, the new fire islands, and then I can go and enjoy this new place. And I am so excited. So like I'm that's that has been my my recent like personal gaming goal has just to get to that point. So sometime this week on on Twitch, I'll probably get to that point on stream so that I can I can see what that island is like and probably get my ass handed to me immediately. Well, it's an Um, island of fire. What do you expect? It's going to be great. So that's fun. Also been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show. (laughs) Uh, Now that I have kind of broke the seal on the Netflix version that doesn't have Mary Berry, I'm at, I've made it through. I've binged all the way through. So I'm just now at the 2020 season. And I have, I have my doubts about this new host, this secondary co-host. But I'm still here for Noel and Paul and Prue and just the group of people is so sweet. But the the dynamic seems like it might be a little different. I'm a little nervous because because of the COVID, all of the contestants had to be in a bubble together and like be away from family for seven weeks to do the show. Oh, wow. And so that's something where it's like and they're all in a hotel room, like they're all in a hotel together so it's not like the original way that they did it was like you had your 12 people and you they came together on the weekend and did the show on the weekend and then they went home for monday through friday so like a lot of them went back to work on monday morning and they stayed with their families and they were able to kind of cook and practice their bakes in their kitchens at home and then they come back to the tent on saturday and do this all over again so there's not like that break that they're used to and there's not like the same like the signature bake which is the first bake which you give zero cares about which is fine with me the signature (gasps) bake is something that they were able to practice every week and it's like yes you can still practice but it's like you're not practicing in a regular kitchen you're practicing in like a hotel kitchen and you don't really bake in a hotel kitchen (laughs) So it's like there's there's some stress that is different and I'm I'm worried that it's going to weird the dynamic up a bit but I am I'm cautiously optimistic and I'm working my way through that but that's that's primarily been my week is just Stardew Valley and watching Great British Baking Show. Well, I don't have anything on the Great what the Great British Baking Show. I don't have anything on that, but Stardew Valley, you know, I, in my internet travels, I happened upon two articles related to Stardew Valley. So uh-huh. the first one I sent you, which yes, the list. disgusted me, which was a list of, I guess, what was the top 25 PlayStation 4 games of all time? I believe it was, the, that was yep. the list. And then it's and funny. guess what, baby, made it to the list. Right. Stardew freaking Valley, whatever. Yep. Yeah, it's and it, amazing. Yeah, there were several titles that you know. I Undertale no was also on there, which we've talked about briefly before. Okay, I have, I have no That's idea what That's totally that is. fine. I know you won't remember it, but Undertale, top-notch game. Mm-hmm. The thing about these two games is they were basically created by a one-man team with some friends to help out here and there. So, like, this is these are huge things. It is awesome. 
Hollow Knight being also included. Celeste, another non-AAA game that is quite good. So like, look at all those, look at all those indie games. Which is why I don't know any of them. (laughs) Outer Worlds is also on there. (laughs) Now, now hold on. So I got, I gave you that one, but I also have to give the other one. I was on another website and this person was just rattling off the uh, top eight most mundane games. And what was the very first one that was well, on it there? It sounds to me like this was Stardew website, Valley. This secondary website that you're talking about is not as reputable as the first. <laughs> like, I don't know. You might want to check your sources on that one. And it was the screen cap of the article and everything was Star Stardew Valley was it was smack dab <laughs> on the front. And I said, now this is someone that seems like they're making some sense. Yeah, I don't think you understand like the point of games, though. I, actually, we've been over this. I do. I but the point of games is to but win. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's play an endless game where there's where where there's no end in sight, which is what endless is, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> or you know, I don't know when and have some some sort of finality. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. I guess yeah. I'm wrong. Yeah. I, and I guess millions I'm and millions of and millions for, of other for people for realizing are wrong. that. Yeah. And millions of other people are wrong as well. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm glad that you are <laughs> continuing to enjoy <clears throat> Stardew Valley and your baking show. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. Very as good. As soon as I have like free time again, that's like actual free time on the weekends. I am absolutely doing some baking. It's going to be great. I want to make some macaroons or macarons, which are different than macaroons. I didn't know that until this show. (laughs) Two different things. It's like there's macaron and macaroon. Like it's just all in the O and it's a whole different thing. So like, you know, I want to make some meringue. (laughs) It's going to be great. (laughs) Give me a gift. If you get a, what about a nice oatmeal raisin cookie? How about that? Okay, so here's the thing about the Brits. They don't call them cookies. They call them biscuits. Uh, biscuits, I know. But you're not. So your last time I checked, your, your your point of origin is not from across the pond. So That's I'm true. calling, I'm telling you it is a cookie for you. Well, here's the question, though. Do you want, like, the British cookie where it's, like, got a snap to it? Or do you want, like, the American cookie where it's chewy, gooey, ooey? I, I like a chewy oatmeal cookie. Okay. That's more my o- style, oatmeal too. Oatmeal raisin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. Let's be real here. <laughs> most underrated cookie of all time because it's because when they're always sitting in a group next to like chocolate chip cookies so you go and you reach for it and you think it's a chocolate chip cookie and then it's not and you're disappointed you know what for, for anybody that goes out to have hey, a favorite cookie is the chocolate chip cookie you're boring okay oh Nobody... i absolutely agree but whenever <laughs> you see oatmeal raisin it's usually sitting next to chocolate chip and if you get the wrong how do you make that big of a how do you make that mistake an oatmeal raisin cookie is a dis- it is distinctly different than a chocolate chip cookie. I'm I'm looking mainly at like the free food buffets that I've been to. Okay, so you're just like ah, give yoink. Yeah, pretty much. We'll worry about what it is later. It's under the chocolate chip <laughs> cookie label, so I grab it and immediately pocket it for later, and then I eat it later, and I go, oh, this is not chocolate chip. This sucks. <laughs> You, you you pocket it for later. What are you like Napoleon with those tots and just put them in your Pretty cargo much pants? Put them in my pockets. Jesus. God. Oh, God. I am a child. It's a, yes, an adult's very, body. 
That's very much so. so see yeah. why yeah. I have to keep things on the rails here. That's Speaking true. of. True. So what did you do this week? There we go. <laughs> Me, I purchased a some horror manga on a whim. Okay. And it is entitled, now I, I, I didn't know, I don't really do manga a lot uh-huh. for whatever reason. And I don't know why, but I, after reading this book, I'm, I'm hooked on this author. Okay. So that's a, that's a concern, <laughs> right? Cause you know, who needs <laughs> the more collectionist books? is going to start up again. <laughs> well, who needs more books and things who nobody needs that, but I, I do, do love physical media. media. There we go. But the, um, oh, the title. <laughs> Alex has started saying it and I hate it every time. Great. Excellent. I love that. But the, the title of the manga is called the, the death stench creeps by Junji Ito. Okay. So I had no idea about this, this person, this author until about what uh, a, a week ago, because as a horror fiend and fanatic i was on mm-hmm. bloodydisgusting.com and they had a list of all of the i guess the most important or the most anticipated books for 2021 and i just started scrolling through and then i saw this author it wasn't this book but i just saw the author and he was the mm-hmm. author of like horror manga so i went on amazon of course i know yeah i know okay yep, what well, don't even don't bother yeah i know and i looked at this one and it was the book was $13 or $14 and it had about 3000 reviews and 89% of the reviews were five star. So I Dang. said, okay. And a lot of his stuff, you know, the pretty much the majority, 80, 85% were five stars. So I said, all right, let's, what the hell, let's see. So I bought it and it's, the story is about this, um, this cup. Well, technically this couple name, uh, Tadashi and Kaori, his girlfriend. Okay. So they go, they go to Okinawa, the coast of Okinawa for mm-hmm. a vacation. And they have a strange, difficult, kind of like teetering on the brink of ending relationship. Gotcha. And uh, that becomes the last thing on their mind because they get attacked by these, uh, like a, a four-legged fish in their cabin. <laughs> they kill, I know, exactly. They They end up, they end up killing it, but there's a stench that's left with that, that the fish brings with, with them. Okay. So, and it smells like death. The, the, it smells like rot, like a rotting corpse. That's what the smell is. Okay. So uh, what happens ends up is they, obviously they go back to their home, you know, cause you know, coast and open out for a vacation. Yeah. And the issue becomes is that after this one fish, the many, much other sea life, you know, springs from the ocean to the shore and basically takes over all of Japan. (laughs) And it, they have to, yeah, it really is bad. And then of course it's littered. All of these, these creatures are littered with this, this smell. So it's not, it's, it's, it's fish. It's, um, I don't know they are fish, but there's a shark, there's a damn whale that have these, these legs and they're crawling up onto the coast, onto land, and they're attacking people and killing people. And they're carrying this germ and they're infecting people. So of course you're going through and you, you're reading the story and you're trying to figure out, okay, where did this come from? How did this start? And how do you stop it? Okay. So it, I don't want to give too much away because talking about it really gives it away. It was a really, I got it the same day I got it. I ripped through the first half and then I finished the second <laughs> half the next day. Cause I was just, just totally immersed That's in the this. Best thing about mangas too, or mangas too. Like they, oh. if they're good, you can get through them in a pitch. 
Like exactly. it does not take long. And it's nice because it's taking a break from the other stuff that I read, you know, you know, you know, like your traditional classics or, you know, yeah. you're, you're kind of like, you know, stuffy books and things like that. So this is a nice little change of pace. And I'm hooked on this, this author after this one read and I'm sitting nice. there reading it and I'm looking and it's, 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 it's mixed with science fiction It's horror. It's body horror, which is one of the most mortifying things in, 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 in horror period is why is the body horror. I'm sitting up there and I'm reading. I'm like, Ugh, I'm cringing. I'm making <laughs> facial expressions. Like, oh my God, you know, like, oh, that's disgusting. You know, so it's, oh, this is getting this is, full reactions out of you. Yes. Very visceral reactions. So I'm saying like, this is amazing. So now <laughs> I found myself a new author. And I, I cannot wait to get the next, you know, the next book. I'm, I mean, this isn't this first one, but I just I just picked this one at random. Yeah. So I'll definitely be getting uh, getting other ones and I'll probably get that new one that he has coming out this year as well. Very nice. Yeah. Can't speak Yay. highly enough of it. Yeah. Maybe cringe. We, we love a manga. We love yes. a graphic novel. We love all of those things. Yeah. And it's really the art is is, is awesome as well that's sweet yeah it had been a while since i read one so like oh wait a minute hold on <laughs> like oh yes i'm sorry right to left okay i'm yeah. good now go backwards <laughs> yes i'm good now i've got it oh jeez. but yeah so that is how that is the main big thing and how i nerded sweet absolutely absolutely so tell me Brittany, what do you have in terms of your recommendation for the week so i can't remember if i've ever recommended this particular podcast. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. If I have recommended it, I'm just going to recommend it again. <laughs> no shame there. If something's good, I mean, hey, let's be real. So, the other thing that I've been doing this week, life has been a little crazy up in up in this this particular area of of the world. Um mm. so I had kind of gotten out of listening like my regular turn of listening to podcasts every day. And I caught back up with the Adventure Zone podcast. And I it, it's just laugh out loud, just joy that it brought me this week. The Adventure Zone podcast being a real play D&D podcast. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I think it's you told three, me about three brothers from West Virginia and their yep. dad. And uh, <laughs> it's... Uh, this it's funny because like the, the one of the episodes that I listened to today actually they make a bunch of jokes where it's just like now I there are times that we feel kind of like we're a little left behind because we're not critical role which is like the number one real play D and D podcast out there right now. Okay, um, it's fine. It's not my it's not my kind of game, so it's I'm not super into it. But I mean, this thing has existed for ages. There are probably close to thousand to a thousand hours of material that you can listen to if you wanted to oh my um, like it is extensive and that's not something i really feel like jumping into and the little bits that i listened to it was interesting but it's not really like my style this is where my style of DD. it's like the silly romp <laughs> that is just fun yes there's some dark moments yes there's some surprises yes there's some sadness and here and there but like in some real heart but for the most part it is supposed to be fun it is just joyous stupidity left and right and hearing them just kind of be like yeah so you know like 
I see all the people talking about their critical role. Like they're all upset because this character is going through things and blah, 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 blah. And uh, our episode, we just spent 30 minutes talking about how our Genasi character is going to get his hair cut. And he, we do a roll and he gets an amazing haircut and that helps him get extra charisma points for the next three rolls. So it's I, just like, but that's, that's where that's we lovely. went. Okay. That, <laughs> I would have never guessed that was even a part of the of the of the story. I, I didn't know that a haircut. I didn't even was so th- vital. Uh, to be honest, I don't think the DM of this particular moment thought that that was going to happen, but <laughs> we were, and we we jumped on it together, and it was just like it's just such a joyful experience to listen to because you've got. I mean, it, they're really great storytellers. This all all four of them, but then you also get the family dynamics going on where they're just constantly ribbing on one another they've got that quick stupidly nerd-tastic humor that i have so a lot of like (laughs) ridiculous jokes made left and right and i get the jokes like i catch the jokes so it's just a fun a fun time so if you're you you can you fancy yourself like a a little bit of an eclectic nerd that really enjoys D&D, absolutely listen to the Adventure Zone podcast. And if, like I said, if I've recommended them once, I'll recommend them again. If you haven't listened to me the first time, maybe listen this time. Go listen. They're amazing. It's so much fun. Right. You need a smile on your face. That is, a, that, is, that is just a joy to listen to. Nice. Now, I have to ask you, speaking of D&D, are you geared up for the show that's going to come eventually? The fuck are you talking about? There's going to be a D&D series. Where? You know, the, uh, well, I don't know the dates or what have you, but the, the guy that wrote John Wick is going to, is, is helming it. <laughs> How do I know about this that you don't? It's a D&D is, series. How do I know that that's coming to you? a show or a movie? A show, a series. Yeah. How do I know and you, this and you don't? I'm going to look this up. Yeah. D&D series in the works with John Wick. No, director. not. Yes, yes, there we go. What the not actually, fuck not, not is actually this? John. <laughs> what? Yeah, how do you not know this? Like, why though? Well, apparently it's a hot, it's a hot property, Brittany. I, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Oh my God, and it's set to star Chris Pine. Well, I mean, it, it, Captain what? Kirk. I mean, come on. Ugh. It's gonna be great. Is it? I know uh, you've been pining for more D and D. Yeah, but not like this. Well, a little literal, but hey, you know. Look, I gave look. I just gave I gave you some positive news. I don't know that this is positive news. Look, you don't know. You know, why don't you? You don't know unless you, you got to give it a try, Brittany. I don't because know. you know why? When it releases, you'll be. Oh there. God, this is from yesterday. That it's a movie. It's not a series. It's a movie. Oh, the why do I why do I see TV series? Okay. Well, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. You sit there uh, and you can chew on that. I'm sure it will be that's fine. That's so sad. It's going to be great, I'm sure. No, it's not. Yes, it will. <laughs> Leave it to me. You have a little role reversal. I'm being trying to be the positive one here. Ah, okay. Well, good. So I'm glad I left you with that, with that horrible yep. thought. So what about you? What do you have to recommend other than the sadness that I currently feel that of what, gives- what is to come? which gives me life and energy. I know it does. I know. All right. Well, Brittany, I got to ask you a couple of questions. Do you hate Netflix? Of course you do. No, I love it. I'm no, a fan. you hate it. It's uh, That's fine because I do too. Okay. Do, do you like Power Rangers? Of course you do. 
absolutely. Well, I mean, I, I, I absolutely did as a child. Yeah. Okay. See, exactly. My so, morphin yeah. only. Oh, you, then you can, you can go away now. So anyway, <laughs> again, Netflix, you know, the, I am, I am enraged right now. Okay. okay. So, oh, I know where this is going. Yeah. So Netflix and all of their, mm-hmm. and all of their stupidity and all of their hate as they continue to flood their, their system with their own produced content and slowly mm-hmm. are stripping away everything that's not Netflix for all of you out there that don't realize this, you need to get on the ball because don't you worry, something that you love, it's going to be taken away and it's not going to come back. And then you're going to be left looking like a maniac. And then I'm going to be sitting here telling you that you should have had the physical media. Anyway. That's what Amazon's for. Okay. See, and then that, that okay. You know what? And I hate myself, but anyway. Because <laughs> yeah. you do it too. <laughs> I just, I just did it a couple of days ago. Anyway. <laughs> so the reason that I bring this up is because, so Netflix is taking away pr- practically. So Power Rangers is about, uh, what is it? About 27 years old now at this point. That, yeah. Yep, about 28, 27, 28 years old. So they essentially took off all of the seasons of the show, save for, I believe, MMPR, which is Mighty Morphin, but not even all of it. And two of the most recent series, which I have obviously not even gotten to because there's over almost a thousand episodes of Power Rangers. So we're just, yeah. Anyway, stick it to Netflix and hop on over to Tubi. So you can watch Super Sentai Z Rangers since that is the, the that is the source material. The original. That is the original because I started plowing through a couple of these the other day, and I said, it, it, "Does it's it a, have Rita Repulsa though?" Well, yeah, of course. Does it have Ivan Ooze? It's not, and it's not Rita. It's a it's a Bandora. I don't know. Rita Repulsa sounds cooler. Well, see, that's because that's what you were exposed to first. <laughs> So uh, I haven't gotten to to uh, to Ivan Ooze. I've only watched the first six episodes, but it's just really crazy to see. Well, not crazy to see the origin or, or the actual source material, but the what what they what uh, what's cut up and what's actually used versus what wasn't used <laughs> <laughs> from 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 you know from the original to uh, actual Power Rangers yep. and the chain and the different names and the changing of the names and the splicing of footage and certain fight scenes that were take or parts of fight scenes that were taken out in yeah. from from Z Ranger versus Power Rangers like there's one scene where Goldar he actually stops what he's doing because one of the monsters says, basically, I've got this, right? Okay. And Goldar actually lays down on the ground and put, you know, does the little, you know, the little laying down on the ground with your hand, with your fist on your forehead, just watching. I'm just like, <laughs> wait, what? Like that definitely wasn't in the episode where that monster exists in Power Rangers. So it's, it's really awesome to see. So if you liked Power Rangers at all and you want to give, a, give a, a shot at the source material, the original show, I highly recommend it because the, the the stories are actually much better, and the reasons behind some of the monsters and what some of the monsters do is it's actually much better yeah. than, than Power Rangers. And I also sent you a video of the closing credits. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, did I had it. no idea that's what it was, but I did watch it and went okay. Yeah, I was like, I, I love sending you things with no context to just see what your response is. Be. Yeah, I figured I'd save it for this, and my yes. response is just okay. <laughs> yeah, that that closing the closing credit song really doesn't match up with no. what's going on in the show. And they actually curse. They say "damn" and "hell." Like, oh, okay, hardcore. Yes. Oh, absolutely. It's, it is a kids' show, or it's Mighty designed Morphin. for children. 
But yeah, so that is my recommendation. Stick it to Netflix as there are continuous Netflix screensavers on my TV. <laughs> but stick it to them. Rotate through. That's right. Uh, so that's my recommendation. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh, okay. I'm here so, for it. Uh, no, thank you. Very good. So now that we have that out of the way, Brittany, are you yes. ready? To rumble. Right. Well, this isn't about rumbling. This is about this is about love. This is about people. It's this is true. about connection. Oh, yeah. So it'll come um, out a few days after Valentine's Day. So like happy Valentine's Day belated. Yeah, if you believe in, you know Valentine's Day. Happy selling greeting cards and candy day. Yes, if you believe in that charade. Yes. But because it is, you know, this is the you know, the day of quote unquote love is coming up, we thought what better way to commemorate that by then discussing our nerd crushes. Yes. Now, I'm going to be based in some semblance of reality, meaning that I'll actually pick real people. I did too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have one honorable mention that is not, but the rest, yes, I stuck with the all real people. Okay, very good. Very Just good. Just for you. Okay, good. Okay, well, good. <laughs> I, I, thank you. I appreciate that. It means so much. So, you know, this is going to be an interesting episode. I, I, I'm eagerly anticipating. I know a couple of yours already, so I'm not really, not really treading any new ground there, but I'm anxious to see or hear what the other people might be, who the other people are. Yeah. Yeah. So let us begin. Would you like, who would like to go first? Even though there's only there's only two of us here, but yeah, would you, would you like to? Go well, first, I mean, Brittany? I can start off with the one that's going to be completely obvious, and you have to know it's on the list. Oh, absolutely. Yep. First and foremost, we're going with David Tennant. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. I mean, tenth Doctor, best Doctor. Combine that with his history as a Shakespearean, like doing Shakespearean acting. And his comedic timing. And then you also add in like his more dramatic roles and you just go, wow, what a storyteller. Also, he's really hot. So that's a plus. We're just going to throw that out there. Part of the reasons why I, why I started wearing chucks more often than the average person. <laughs> Whenever I first came across Doctor Who, does yeah. who? But is it more than the average person? Well, I mean, chucks are timeless. Well, yeah, but you got to remember, I grew up in chicken country. That's true. Where most people wore like Tim's or cowboy boots. Oh, Tim's. Okay. Yeah. Um, some New York transplants. Yeah. Well, no, they just wanted to look cool. Okay. Very good. And that's what we assumed was cool. Yeah. 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 Fair there enough. were some Uggs as well, or oh. Fugs, as I like to call them. Oh, those are the fake Uggs. Yes. Very good. No, well, I guess you could go with that too. <laughs> or the Uggs that are so worn down that <laughs> <laughs> like it was rough, rough times. I uh, absolutely David Tennant, first and foremost, number one, will forever have my heart and soul. If I met him, I probably would melt into a puddle of a human but, being. There's no shame there. That's why these are these why these are nerd crushes. This like is fine. I don't, I don't think I would like if I was in the same room as him. I think I might stop breathing. Mm-hmm. That's hey, that's okay. That's Which that's is, why we're. Here. I mean, it's not though because it's like he's a person, but then like he also has his podcast and it shows just how well read he is and he's so good with people. His and podcast like, is good. It's so good. Yeah. And then like you add to it. 
a freaking virtuoso of accents as well as acting in general. I mean, there's just what's what can you not love? Like, what is there to not love? He's a Brit with good teeth. Like, that's so rare. It's so rare. Well, Mary Berry. I mean, yeah, there's that. But like, I, I don't I don't know. It's just so good. He is so wonderful. And that is my number one. That's oh you and num- oh you got went number one right out of the box okay all right well there's okay so like number oh, one your number like one the is first your first one, one. I'm okay out here. forgive me okay I didn't know if you were if you were ranked <laughs> they're not ranked me. they are okay. not ranked <laughs> oh, I, yeah I, I I have my five I have four that I'm not going to put in any particular order but I'm saving one for last because that's uh, the that's the that's the ultimate so, that's your goat that's that's the goat that's your your bat fleck that's I mean well I mean there's only one bat fleck or I goat fleck. All right. That's fine, too. That's fair. All right. My first one is going to be the great Sanaa Lathan. Now, Sanaa Lathan. Are you familiar with Sanaa Lathan? Not a clue. Not a clue. I actually was just like, I'm going to look this up, but I have no idea how to pronounce that. (laughs) Now, Sanaa Lathan. Now, she is famous for lots of different reasons. She's famous for a lot of, you know, like the the best man, love and basketball, Brown Sugar. There's a lot of different movies, but the, one of the uh, one of the things okay. about her she's done is that I first of all she's gorgeous. I mean, because that's part of the the gimmick, right? I mean, that's why yep. we're attracted to people, right? Because they're, they're you know we find them attractive, right? Yep. Physically, and one of the biggest things is that she is without doubt she is so damn versatile. If you go and you look at her IMDb, all of the different things that I'm she's done. I'm doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, voice, but like voice acting and all of the different types of, you know, voice acting, you know, like the damn Cleveland show. She yep. was Batwoman in uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series. Oh, on, nice. Uh, she's been in, you know, dramas, action, romance, science fiction. She truly can do it all. And I just marvel at the way that she's able to go from, you know, from part to part, genre to genre and maximize whatever it is that she's given, whether she's the main character, whether she's uh, a supporting character, whatever the case may be. So she is just she is just hands down amazing. That's awesome. There's there, I don't think there's anything she can't do. Yeah, <laughs> it's it funny because to- as soon as you were like she was in love and basketball, I was like, wait, which which person? And now that I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. She yeah. also, not that you care about this one, but she she was Benita in one of the TV iterations of Raisin in the Sun. That's exactly. See what I mean? Do you see what yep. I mean? Yeah, that's why. A, that's a tough role. That's what I'm saying. She, she it, it's amazing how versatile she is. I, that's what I said. I, I legitimately believe that there is not a part that she could not do if she wanted it. Yeah, she's just she's just that good. I'm here oh. for that. We love a versatile actress. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's right. I completely forgot about a raisin in the sun. Completely forgot about it. Yeah. Okay. You know so me. that I'm is. I gotta go with the theater side. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Very, very good. There's no, there's no shame there. No shame there. You, <laughs> you know, we all have our our various scripts, right? Yes. Yes. All right. So that is going to be my first entry. Cool. All right. So who, oh, who do you have? All next, right. So Brittany? this is another person I have mentioned before <laughs> um, that I have said is better than George Lucas in the realm of storytelling. A man by the name of Chris Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't like I I love my husband Alexander so much to the moon and back. He is slowly losing his hair and I'm fine with it primarily because this man Chris Perkins rocks a bald head and it doesn't bother me and I'm sure Alex could do the same. Like there's the thing about Chris Perkins, one is he's got a great smile, which I love, but more than anything, it's that brain. It comes in, and that's the thing about so many of my care my people here is it's like they're storytellers. And I'm so attracted to storytellers. Yeah. Like so versatile. And I mean, this man is an improvisational genius. He's a, a huge, huge story creator and the amount of imagination is just is not just impressive. It is like flabbergasting at points. Like there's, it's just such a joy to watch his brain work. And especially if you get him in a room with people that he trusts and he's friends with like the stories that they can create and the flexibility that in the versatility, I'll go, I'll go back to that word that he can present on a stage full of like in a giant audience of people. And he's just like pulling things out his ass left and right. And they're all hysterical. Like that's, it's amazing. And especially with a game like D and D where you've got rules, like you have rules that you have to follow but knowing that like he's so comfortable with those games with all of the rules he's so knowledgeable you mix that with the creativity and you can create these stories that like you never would have thought were going to happen and it's just so much fun to watch him work <laughs> okay and it's I, so much fun yes i do i do that he was coming down the pike <laughs> better storyteller than george lucas i stand by the statement will forever stand by the statement you, you know what Brittany? this is supposed to be this is an episode of quote unquote love so it i'm is. just going to it let is, it go and i love him so much more than george lucas <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm just going to sit here and i'm going to be quiet despite the fact that you're spewing a bit of blasphemy i'm just that's gonna sit fine. over here that's fine it's fine <laughs> what about you what's your what's your next one Okay, my next person is, I've told you about her before, Kate Del Castillo. Okay. So she is the person that has done a lot of the telenovelas. Yep. And she, her biggest, her biggest one or the one that I like the most is uh, La Arena del Sur, so Queen of the South. So I don't know if you if you ever saw the commercials for Queen of the South in, uh, you know, in, for in America, because it was supposed to be on it was it ended up being on USA. I don't even know if it's finished or not. But this is the original. This is the original show that obviously the USA Network took from. OK, so the reason that I like her is because she's she at least from the stuff that I've watched, she finds herself in various in in. I find her in very similar roles. So like uh, La Reina del Sur, uh, Ingobernable, Dueños del, uh, oh my God. Paraiso? Uh, pa 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 Paraiso, yes, uh, Paradise, yeah. yes, dream, yeah, Dreams of Paradise. Is this in Spanish or Portuguese? Spanish. Spanish. Okay. And um, the reason I like her so much is, is because I, I always like a badass woman in a, in a, in a role. So she, she specifically La Reina del Sur, because, you know, she's basically she's a fracking drug kingpin. Right. You know, or, or, uh. you know, or, or queen pin, excuse me. So, you know, the you know, queen of the South. Right. So and then, you know, in Gorbanable and then Dueños del Paraíso. So there's not really a whole lot I need to say here because she has a very long catalog and I haven't I'm being transparent. I have not gone through all of it. Yeah. But when I saw her in La Reina del Sur, I was locked in and I was hooked. 
because it nice. was uh, it's about 60. I think the show was about 60 episodes long and it spans about uh, 12 years from her rise to, you know, being kind of like an afterthought person of a girlfriend of a of a drug dealer and then rising to her own power and having her own empire. So, I so always like a Spanish liked, weeds. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I used to watch weeds, too. Yeah. Cool. That's that flamed out at the end. Yeah. Really, peter, really petered out. Now, it did give us the great dirt shrew. i love that damn episode with the dirt shrew but yeah she's but she's my number two (laughs) and then when i saw her she was also in last year for one of the few times i got to the theater she and bad boys for life came out and Mm -hmm. she was in bad boys for house bad boys for life (laughs) i almost blew a gasket in the theater oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yes so yeah she is she is a goat in my opinion very nice. That's right. Very nice. That's right. I love my telenovelas. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero shame. I know, and that's why that's why we get along. <laughs> I said, if I'm watching Melrose Place, you could damn well better believe Days of Our Lives. You could damn yeah. well better believe I'm going to watch telenovelas. Yeah, that's true. All right, who you have up next? All right, so my next one. Okay, so this one is, it started with a voice and then I like actually saw his face and I was like, okay, no, I'm fine with that. So (laughs) Ben Diskin, Diskin. specifically the voice of Ben Diskin, the voice of Bon. (laughs) Oh my God, okay. Okay. (laughs) Uh, The the voice of Shirogami in BNA. Like the, he was one of the, like he's voiced so many different things, but I mean, like particularly those two come to mind immediately. Uh, Haida in Gretzko, really it all started with Bon and then it just kind of went, went from there. Everything else was just a bonus. <laughs> it just was a bonus. So yeah, there's something about like an asshole that is, not an asshole like in reality like there's a reason behind it like it's all just a show well there are different kinds of yeah of a-holes there are different kinds and the thing about and this is why i'm going with ben diskin's voice in general one it's a very recognizable voice yes he makes adjustments from from character to character but the voice itself there's like a tonality to it like thinking back to like my voice training as well like there's there is a a cadence that he naturally has with his delivery and there's a specific sign a specific set of tones that he really kind of relies very heavily on that are quite lovely to listen to pleasing to the ear and he also tends to play characters, or at least the ones that I've experienced. He's like playing characters that are very memorable for me for various reasons. I mean, even if you take it all the way back to like, I mean, he was also low key a voice of like childhood. I mean, he he did. He was number one and number two in Codename Kids Next Door. He was Eugene and freaking Hey Arnold. Um, he voiced Eddie Brock and Venom in the spectacular Spider-Man series. Oh, Um, that's right. Like this, this man has over 30 years of experience and 
he's he's another one with Dorian Gray syndrome. Like I'm pretty sure he sold his soul somewhere and he's got a camera, like he's got a portrait of himself that is slowly decaying somewhere, probably in an attic, well guarded. Everybody's got a price looks like he's 30, but he's been doing this for 30 years. So, you know, there's that. I mean, he was in Blue Exorcist, he's been in Naruto, he's been in like you name the anime, he's probably been in it somewhere. Almost like Johnny um, Young Bosch back in the day. Yes. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's just, he's versatile. He does so many different things, games as well as anime. And just, there's something about the, again, it's the cadence of his voice, the way that his voice carries itself. And I love hearing voice actors who are very good at voice acting. Like they can emote through their voice. Because there's a lot of actors that can't do that. They have to rely on their facial expressions, their actions, things of that nature. Whereas voice actors, you don't get that. Like in the booth, they can make your character look like it's crying. Like you can draw little sad faces and all that crap. But if you can't emote that, that like sadness in your voice, if you can't emote that anger, that excitement in your voice and change it, like have those little pitch shifts that have the layers of emotion, it's no good. So like my, my third is Ben Diskin's voice specifically. (laughs) I mean, he's fine, but like his voice specifically. Okay. All right. I'm digging that. (laughs) I like that. I like that. That's, that's, that's awesome. Okay. Go for it. Bring it on. What's yours? What's your All next right. one? Okay. So another so one another one for me is Essence Atkins. So Essence Atkins has done a lot of you'll find her often in the realm of sitcoms. Tons and tons of sitcoms. So she okay. was in uh do you remember? Well, you probably don't. But, um <laughs> <laughs> do you are you, there's a smart guy? Uh, nope. Okay, yeah, exactly. That's a gag. You're nope. the, see, this is where the generation gap truly hard begins. Nope. That's a hard <laughs> note. This is where the generation gap truly but begins to reveal I am itself. looking at her IMDb and I'm seeing how high. That is also one of my favorites. We used to watch that <laughs> relentlessly in college. Toast. I'm so seeing done. the Marlin TV show. Yeah, so she's done a lot of, lot of you'll find her in a lot of sitcoms, a lot of comedies. So there's smart guy. How she high, was in House of Pain. <laughs> House of Pain. Um, half and half. Are we there yet? The television series, not uh, the movie. Yeah. Uh, Deliver us from Eva, and then of course, uh, and one of my other you know hidden gem comedies, Love for Sale. Okay. That would just I just love that daggone movie. Even though she only had a real small part, but still she was in it, so I marked out. That's fine. And then if we want to take it all the way back in the day, a soap opera. Okay. Malibu Shores. Oh, <laughs> because no. that's the, is that part of that spelling verse or whatever? You're, you're damn right it is, uh, Brittany. You're damn right it is. It seems like she's probably better than that, but okay. That was early on, I believe, because <laughs> Malibu Shores was, I believe, 90. It was I think Malibu Shores was only on for 10 episodes. <laughs> And I was I was infuriated. I was ready to to flip furniture before flipping furniture was cool. Like how, do you, how dare you stop Malibu Shores? How dare oh. you? Um, <laughs> yeah, she's but cute it, though. I'll give you that. She's real cute. Oh, and she's 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 timeless too. She's she's ageless. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So yeah, like I said, Malibu Malibu Shore is what I first saw. I said, oh my, like who are you? Locked in. But then, like I said, she's been on a lot of stuff that I've actually ended up liking over years. And then half and half is on Netflix, I believe. So thanks for thanks for that, Netflix. You bastards. At least you gave me something. Anyway. So so yes, Essence Atkins, that's my is that what is that number three? Uh yeah, so that'd be three. three. Yes, that's three for me. Yeah. So I really wish that she would do more stuff because if you go and you scroll through her IMDB, you'll see, you know, and maybe she doesn't, I haven't like, you know, looked it up or anything, but maybe she just, you know, picks and chooses and just, you know, doesn't want to get involved in anything too heavy because she's been in a lot of different, you know, one-offs and a lot of different TV shows. She's been in things like house and stuff like that. So I really wish that she was in, she could find herself in a lot more, but I mean, she, her, her IMDB is like I said, it's still very robust, but yeah, it is. you know, when you see some of those other shows that are more dramas and things like that, there's only, they seem like they're just one-offs, but yeah. So yeah, she's in the first wives club right now. Oh, it, oh, it's, we'll see. I, I'm, I, I didn't, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, what kind of fan am I that I didn't know that, but you know, and yeah, Hey, I can't keep up with everybody. She's currently in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, well, see, I might have to just just go ahead and fight and power through. <laughs> just, it looks like she started out in season two, though. So, uh, oh which well, just with this year. Oh, geez, well, that sucks because you know I'm anal retentive, so I can't just I can't just plop in the, right away. Well, Godspeed. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, so I might have to give yeah, I might have to give that a go. You just see what that's about. That's fine. But yep, that's my that's that's my that's number three. Nice. All right, Very now nice. who is. Now I got to know who's your, who, okay, who, who you got next, Brittany? Who you got? Okay, so my number four is an author that I uh, love and hate right now. Is the, the book that I've been reading that I've been like waiting, like we're waiting years for him to come out with this next book. It's not George R. R. Martin. Martin. It's, uh, it's Pat <laughs> Rothfuss. Like I, I love his storytelling. I love his way with words. And he also plays a lot of D&D and his beard is one that I could fall asleep in. Um, okay, that's, that's, that's like he's, it's, he's like a big bear, like a big teddy bear. You can just fall asleep, take a nap in his large beard and he can sing over the misty mountains to you and with his deep baritone, like his deep bass voice. And you just have a nice nap. Like that's, that's it, who I had for my number four is Pat Rothfuss. Okay. <laughs> I will let him sing me to sleep and on his beard and he can write me the rest of this book. Or just tell you what happens. That's also fine. Like I'm here for that too. The wordsmith <laughs> is, is spoken as well as written. Yes. Yeah, so as you um, fall asleep in his beard. So and can... I will do so like, it's <laughs> like a soft, beautiful nest for me to fall asleep in. <laughs> like That's <laughs> Oh, that's my number nest. four. Okay. I stand by it. Great, beautiful, like twinkly eyes. Like okay. I could, I could fall asleep hearing his stories told. Ideally, written down so we get the third book out already. But also, just like you know, just loving singing me songs from Lord of the Rings and okay. telling me stories while I napped in his beard. Like that's all. Like, Very that's good. It. That's it. Very good. That's wonderful. <laughs> That's what that's excellent. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I will send you a picture. I am gonna send you a picture of this man. <laughs> okay, while well, you do that, I'll go ahead. 
and I'll give my my uh, my fourth person. Now, I'm sure you probably the last two. I think you'll probably guess, but maybe you won't. Okay. This person is also a Malibu Shores alum. Okay. And she is also, or at least for a time, was a Scooby. Okay. This is Charisma Carpenter. Oh, duh. <laughs> that I mean that that makes so much sense, and, and we all know why. Yeah. <laughs> now, clearly, Char- yo Charisma Carpenter is you know, as Cordelia Chase. Why? Why I let th- th- again? This says so much. Even when I was that young, I was like, "Oh, I love Cordelia." Well, so, yeah. So anyway, obviously, she is not that person in real life, from what I can gather and what no, I can see, not. right? But that that is the first major role that she did that I latched onto. Now I knew about her before because I remember I told you her for the first time I saw her was in Baywatch. Oh, that's right. You that was her first that. acting credit that I am aware of, if I'm not mistaken. It was Baywatch. It's unfortunate. So <laughs> every hey, look. Everybody's going to start somewhere, Brittany. It's true. I guess that's true. That is valid. You know, Brad Pitt started off with an episode of Tales from the Crypt, okay? <laughs> so everybody's going to start somewhere, even though it's a great show. It's so true. obviously, Charisma Carpenter has done tons of other things since then. She's actually dabbled into the like the horror genre. So every time I see her in a horror movie, I'm like, yeah, even though I know it's probably going to suck. I said, well, I have to watch it because she's in it. <laughs> yeah, she is one of the few people that I will make an effort. Like, I... I no matter what it is, I will probably watch whatever she does. They like think that it, even I even watched a what is that rom com? See Jane Date. Okay, like what? that's how. Yeah, I know. I know. Look, I look. I watch other rom coms. I watched, like I said, I watched romance stuff with Sanaa Lathan. I watch rom com. Come on, these are my people. So I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to grin and bear it because it's them. So, you know, and of course, you know, Cordelia Chase and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then as well, Angel. Yeah. Um, She's also done, you know, she's done, you know, uh, Veronica Mars. She's been in Charmed. So, again, every time I see her in something, I mark out because, you know, I love me some Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Love me some Charisma. (laughs) She is lovely. She will forever be Cordy. Well, 100%. Like, that's that's how it that's how you know her <laughs> that's, that's right how you found her that's well technically Baywatch. well forget that that doesn't count yes it does count because that's the no, first okay no, yes it, how are you gonna <laughs> tell me about my experience and what does not count that's Chris that's rather Carpenter hurtful will forever be cordy yes and then she's in sons of an an episode of sons of anarchy she's another one she does a lot of one-offs Mm. And so many different things. Because, like I said, yeah. when I saw her in Sons of Anarchy, I'm like, oh my God, it's, it's it's Charisma Carpenter. Nice. She was in The Expendables. Okay. So, you know. Is that a charisma. movie? Yeah, of course. You know, you know, you're not familiar with Expendables, the the greatest collection of action heroes to grace the screen oh, at one time. Oh no, I think I have seen that. Yeah, see? Maybe. You I know, know what it is. There you go. That's close enough. I'll take that. That's a win. Yeah, my mom really loves that. Oh, well, sh- impeccable taste. I well know. done. <laughs> well done. So, yep. So that is that is my fourth person, Charisma Carpenter. Nice. Icon. Nice. And a Scooby. Yes. Forever Scoobs. Forever Scoob. Forever Scoobs. That's right. Yeah. All right. So who is your person? Okay. So my fifth, this uh-huh. is like more of a traditional like Valentine, someone that I actually have like a nerd crush on. 
um, someone that I feel very connected to, like on a mental and emotional level. All right. You have never heard of him and you probably won't be able to like, he's not an actor or anything of that nature. He's another, he's a, he's a streamer. His name is Steven Spawn. He goes by Steve Spawn. Um, And Steve Spawn is a wonderful human being who resides like outside of Pittsburgh. So he's like an East Coast boy. And he has created the charity Able Gamers. And he himself is disabled. And his whole platform is that there's there are tons of people who love video games who cannot access them. Because the gaming industry is so very ableist in many ways. And that's his whole thing. And he streams on Twitch and he has like an online personality as well. Like his Twitter is just like, if you ever want just like joy Twitter, go to his Twitter. Like every night it's like a nightly random question that's like him just asking people like, what's your favorite thing that you did this week? (laughs) like just trying to build a happy community of people and his his able gamers charity is one of those charities that is just like this is so important and i have a huge crush on that and it just like again it's it's the personality of someone who can overcome adversity and do amazing things and like knows how to use a platform to the best ways possible and create these communities of people that create these safe spaces for people to hang out. And I mean, he's got tons of people that watch him and follow him, but he actually will remember people who come back. That's cool. So like I am one tiny little person, but anytime I hop into that stream, like if I hop in and I'm just like, Hey Steve, Hey chat, how's everybody doing this week? He will point it out. Like, he'll be like, hey, miss, it's been a while since I've seen you. Like, it's like he remembers people That's in awesome. his chat, which is just stunning, one. And so, so exciting from like a community building standpoint. And I have a huge nerd crush on that. Like, he's just a cool ass person <laughs> that I feel like more people should know about. Nice. So that is that is my fifth. Is okay. Steve Spawn? Check him out. Check out Able Gamers. Drop, drop some, drop some charity if you can. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Yep. Yeah, because it's it's always interesting with the you know when I see with the gaming community because I know we've had different <clears throat> we've had different conversations in the past about you know able bodied for lots of di- mm-hmm. for different for for specific reasons right yep. and so it's interesting that you know the gaming community. You know, of course, it's not in my immediate thought, but as you bring it up and you sit down and you think about the way things are set up, you know, it's like, damn, yeah, this really is not kind of this is yeah. really not a good way for people to be able to to play games because you know, obviously, you know, that's that sect of the population. Of course, they you know, who, who doesn't love games? I mean, come exactly, on. they're so, so much fun, right? And right. like he he plays a lot of games like he has a controller that's basically built into a hat because he's got very little mobility, physical mobility of his mm-hmm. own of his own accord. So he'll like you can watch him. It's like little movements of his head and like eye tracing and things of that like nature that kind of that's what 
creates the movement and the action and basically pushing buttons. Right. Um, he can use a mouse, but only very minimally. So it's like he's playing games like Rocket League with this hat controller as a way to physically be in these community filled games, like these multiplayer games. And yeah. be, like, he's legit freaking good at these things too. Like, it's not just like, Oh, here I am playing a game because it's fun. It's like, I'm playing a game because it's fun, but I'm also like legitimately good. And I'm <laughs> going to beat game. you. <laughs> exactly. Like you would enjoy that part of it. Oh, um, absolutely. But yeah, I, I highly suggest checking him out. If you're, if you're a nerd who likes to game, and is a fan of inclusivity which if you're listening to this please for the love of god be a fan of inclusivity if you're not i'm sorry maybe you should find something else to listen to because it's important and you should be cool with it so check him out (laughs) nerd crush aye aye okay well this is my last one this is my number one Mm -hmm. you know i said all the, the previous people there was no no ranking but this is my number one if i ever got a chance to meet this person if I ever got a chance to, or, or just an autograph, I, I, that's that's mm-hmm. fine. I'll take that too. Or Were a cameo. You very close to getting this opportunity. Or a ca- or a cameo. I, uh-huh. I'd take a ca- I'd take a cameo because <laughs> you know I mean for for my birthday or just because whatever I, I just take what I, I, whatever a photo op anything I'll take it. My number one mm-hmm. is not who it is not that person. Really? No, no. My number one, and this is my first legitimate nerd crush. Okay. Is Ming Na Wen. Ah, yeah, that's. It's, valid. it's just is hands that's down. That's valid. It's Ming Na Wen. When when the first, cause she the first acting credit I think she had, and I didn't see this, but I believe the first thing, at least that I can recall, her first acting credit I believe was the Joy Luck Club, which was 1993. But cool. the first time I saw her was in one of the most one of the greatest worst films of all time street fighter oh no chun li where she where she (laughs) was chun li so chun li zang so i sat there and i said okay because you know during that period with no gaming street fighter street fighter 2 turbo all of that type of stuff you're sitting up there you're playing these games and then you know you see that come to life and then you see these characters be being uh personified and i thought she was just she was just a badass well i mean yeah so it was from that day i said oh i I was i was locked in i loved her from day one i said she is just freaking excellent so of course as time went on you know i tried she was, she was, and then she, that's the other thing. She's another one of the people. She's versatile as well. Yep. Voice act. She's done voice acting. She's done, I believe she's done voice acting for games. Yes, so, she has. Yep. So yeah, exactly. So like I said, first legit nerd crush, Mulan, uh, Street Fighter. Um, she's freaking Fennec Shand in The Mandalorian. Yeah. I mean, I marked out when I found out she was going to be in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. And then she is the freaking cavalry. She's Melinda May in Agents yep. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which mother of God, I loved her in that show. I, I still, she's another one that has Dorian Gray things all about her. Like I, how the, how is she? She's fifty seven. She, yeah, how she's fifty seven. How? how? She's fifty seven and she looks like she's probably 30, 30, 35. Yeah. It's unfing real. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's amazing. Unbelievable. And the other and the best thing, the best thing is that she is a self-proclaimed nerd. 
That's the yeah. best thing. And she got, cause she got, <laughs> she's got that one selfie or like profile picture where it's got like, the, she's wearing the shirt to just big ass letter. And it says nerd on it. Yeah. So it's just like, Oh my God, this woman is, is freaking excellent. Yep. So yeah, she is my number one. And then again, she's going to be in the new, in, in the new Boba Fett series. So it's like, dude, yeah. Give me all the Ming-Na Wen that there is. Yeah. There can never be enough. That's a you know? valid, that's, that's, that's a real winner right there. Yeah. It's just, she is my number one all the time. I, I really just, I really want an autograph. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like seriously, I would, I, I, you talked about melting into a puddle. That would probably be me. I'd be, yeah. Oh, 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 yep. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm not worthy of breathing the same air as you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I'll be over here now. Just like stop breathing for a few minutes. Don't like die though. Like just don't breathe in what I'm breathing because I'm right. fouling the space around me <laughs> with my existence. That's right. I, please, I apologize. I'll step outside and then we can just speak through some glass through the window. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so hopefully, I don't like to use that word. One day when things get back to normal, if she does a con, because you, know, I, I have got to go. Yeah. If she ever does one, well, that I'm aware of. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's that's pretty much on on brand and on point. That's right. That's right. That's. Did right. you have any honorable mentions? Oh well, well uh, you have an honorable mention, so you have to go first. Okay, so I have one like that's I, a person honorable mention, and I have one that is not a person. Okay, I have one that is a question mark <laughs> because I don't know who they are. What the. F- Okay. You'll, it'll make sense when I tell you. Okay. So my honorable mention that is a person, no question marks there, is uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Because, I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at your choice. I'm just laughing at you. Oh, I know. You're laughing at the, the confusion of your, yes. that you have about your, your person, question yes. mark. Yes. So my, my honorable mention is, is absolutely Lin-Manuel because he is wonderful and amazing and we could just sing show tunes together and have a great time and that's that's what i stand by he's very cute very sweet and we could just sing show tunes and wasn't he in he was in hamilton right yeah he wrote the thing oh my bad i (laughs) I, I, I bet you know he was hamilton you know i'm terrible with names wrote hamilton and wrote the lyrics and that helped compose it and like Freaking genius levels. You know I'm terrible with people. names. Yeah, I know, but yes, yes. The other thing, like, and this is so silly. I might have to, sh- I might have to find the link and send it to you. Like, whenever he was doing in the Heights, which was his first Broadway musical that, like, right. took off, um, which is another fabulous piece, great music. He went around, and I know you're a super High School Musical fan. Absolutely not. <laughs> and he did like his own like. High school musical adaptation of Bet on It. And it's like him running around Central Park trying not, like he should be working on the musical and he just chose not to. And him and Jonathan Groff and his friends are just like running around and that's what they chose to do that day. Like I would want to be a part of that that moment. Like I just want to run around and sing show tunes and be silly and stupid with him for a little bit. And blow off some steam. Like that's, that's, it would just be so much fun. Yeah. You, oh, and he went to Wesley and now it all makes sense. Yep. Now it all makes sense. Yep. Okay. okay. Righteous, righteous. 
So what is this question mark? Well, sorry, after you, after you shame me. Okay. Um, well, oh, well, I can, I can, I could do two. I could do two if you got two. I get, I get to give, I can give the, the regular one first. Okay. So <laughs> the, the honorable mention that doesn't make the cut. Well, I mean, it's Billy Piper because okay, Billy yeah. Piper is, <laughs> Billy Piper is yeah. awesome. Because, yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I've talked about her all the time. She's, she's a goat. She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What can't she do? So that's that. Okay. So now what's your other one? <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting. I'm going to save this. Oh, I'm calling back to what I mentioned at the end of last podcast. My my honorable mention that is not a person is K.K. Slider from the Animal Crossing world. I can't stand you. That dog is like he's a musician of magic. And the fact that he just rolls up to every island, only animal not wearing clothes like is freaking normal. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I like the vibe he's got going. He's very eclectic in his musical stylings, which is impressive. We talk about versatility. And he's just a cute little dog. Like, he's real cute. So that's my that's my silly honorable mention. But I stand that's, by it. That's fair. That's fair. Stand by it. Okay. Okay. And what's this question mark? Like, what is this? What are you, what are you talking about? You said you didn't know if it was like it's part human, but not like what? No, no, I didn't say it was part human or not. Now, come on now. So <laughs> I said, I don't know who it is. Okay. Because the part hasn't been cast yet. Oh, no. So I don't. Yeah, you already know where I'm going. Okay. You already know. Okay. You know what it is. Well, who, go ahead. Who, Whoever, whoever is going to play Carla Sofen, I by default, you will be slotted in. All right. You'll be slotted in as a crush right away. Whoever well, plays Well, you her. don't know that. You do not know that. Anna Paquin happened. Do we? Are you really going to actually sit here and 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 actually let those that notion part your lips that Anna Paquin would be cast as Carla? Oh Sofa? no, absolutely not. She would never, never happen. Never. That would never happen. But I'm oh, you're talking about the quality. Like. Yes, you don't know what quality you gonna get yet. Yes, I would not reserve Brittany, that judgment. Brittany, listen here. The MCU, Kevin Feige, and Marvel—they are lords and master. Every decision that they make, and casting decision that they make, is the correct one, with very few, if any, any if any missteps. Okay, mm -hmm. we could put all of the missteps probably on one hand. We don't question the great machine that is Marvel. We don't okay. question our great overlord, Kevin Feige. Okay. We only we only accept. One of us. One of us. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I'm down for it. I just don't want you to be disappointed. I know. I'm really building this up in my <laughs> mind. I'm like, yo, if this, if, if if it's somebody, if they suck, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna march down to Kevin Feige or up to Kevin Feige's office and how dare you, sir? Oh, you know it's at the top of that building. What? What? You have to be marching up to get to him. Oh, to Kevin Feige, yes. After <laughs> after I'm dragged away by security. <laughs> It's either that or, you know, or, or it's either that or the other one, somebody that actually exists is Aubrey Plaza. That, that okay, girl, I love her. She, yeah, exactly. She is just freaking, she's very unique. Yes, to say fellow the least. Delawarean that made it out. She sure is. And so dry. I love it. Yeah, that is the greatest. Her humor, it just, you just, you just don't know what she's going to say. And there is a part of me that truly is fascinated by, <laughs> by that unknown. Oh, yeah. The way her brain works is so different. I love yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever watched any of her interviews with Conan? Oh, I've watched a lot of her interviews. And I don't think <laughs> anyone's ever prepared for her to actually interview. Like, they don't. They're not prepared to interview her. No, you can't be. 
which is part, like she's just having so much fun screwing with people. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's amazing. Got to love Parks and Rec. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so there we are, people. That was, dare I say, lovely. Oh. Yes. 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 I was yeah. gonna make that joke. Oh. Re- oh God. <laughs> were you really? Were you really gonna do that? Yeah. Oh jeez. This is that. Oh God. That's awful. Gross. Yeah, I know. That's ugh, ugh, ugh. If I had one of the, you know, those little awful candy hearts that are. Oh, those conversation hearts. I saw those at the grocery store at the very front, and I'm just like, yeah, no one's gonna buy these. <laughs> you don't. You know what I, <laughs> I didn't send you the picture. You know what else I saw? I saw peeps. I said, oh my god. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the peep eater. It's not Easter. I, I, I don't. I think they were in the shape of. They weren't in the shape of a bunny. They were in the shape of a bird. I mean, peeps are typically in the shape of a bird. No, but they're bunnies. I mean, there are bunnies, yes, but like the original peep is a bird. It's like a chick, hence the name peep. Okay, look, I didn't know because I'm not a sicko, <laughs> so I'm not gonna. I don't eat that crap. Oh, we'll get. We'll do a whole episode on peep lore whenever we get to eat. Oh God, <laughs> two of your. Oh my God. See, this is what I'm talking about. Why are you doing these types of things? But yeah, see, if, if oh, I had one of those, with you. those heart candies, it would say. You, you annoy me less than other people. That's what it would say on it. Yeah. I would give true. you that. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, but yes. This I would give a- you one that just says you are cool. And that's it. <laughs> is it? Did, did you at least spell, is you spelled no, no, out no. entirely? It would be the letter U and the letter R. <laughs> yeah. There's only so much real estate on the heart. So very good. Yep. <laughs> so that was our lovely, uh, I was to say Halloween episode. Wow. That was our love. <laughs> well, I mean, Valentine's Day is scary. But anyway, that was our love. That was our, our, our Valentine's special. Yep. I learned a lot here about your crushes, Brittany. Yeah, right back at you. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. So now we know each other's weaknesses. That's true. You so. know, I, I, I love a good beard. <laughs> that, you, <laughs> that you can nest in. Now, are you going <laughs> to... Are you going to braid the beard? Uh, no, that doesn't seem fair. <laughs> that doesn't, and not unless just, it was, not unless I was receiving express consent prior. Just, 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 just one little section. Not the whole. I do little mini braids all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe in a beard blanket. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but not that. a neck beard. No, 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 no. That's not, that's not acceptable. <laughs> It's got to be groomed, manicured, like <laughs> maintained, soft, <laughs> like a pillow, <laughs> like a beautiful cloud for your face. <laughs> it's, it doesn't have a sleep number on <laughs> If only. <laughs> Please tell the people what <laughs> Well, while Darian collects himself... Uh, you can find us on uh, oh god what do we have we can find us on twitter at nerd pastiche pod you can find us on instagram at nerd pastiche you can find us hopefully wherever i mean you found us to listen to us but like go tell your friends about us and please subscribe tell friends to subscribe the more people that subscribe the more people can find us and we can build some semblance of community and maybe one day I can I can build a beard pillow for merch. Like you can wear it 
It's like the opposite of a pillow that you take, like those little neck pillows that you have on the plane. <laughs> so, when, <laughs> so when you're just so tired and you pass out, you have the safety of, of the beard yeah. pillow to yep. brace your, your fall so you don't bust your chin open. Yep, exactly. It. it will be here to rest upon. It's here for you. Supportive. Marketing. Supportive. Yeah, don't worry. When we create, when we create our own <laughs> merch store. Yeah, definitely. That'll that'll be the hottest selling item. Oh, I know. And then we can get him. To, what's his face uh, to sign off on it? I know, right? <laughs> well, we'll have to have one that's colored like his beard. This be great. This is right. the Rothfuss edition. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. Limited to only five thousand. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> you know we're gonna sell that many. Hey, and on knows? that note. <laughs> okay, yes. So until next time. <clears throat> love is here. Couldn't carry that tune very well, but you know. That's the I, Beast that's the Beast Wars Neo opening theme. Oh my god. What happened there? <laughs> I what? just I, I'm so proud of you for trying. <laughs> it did help that I was laughing incessantly the whole time and I still haven't fully gathered myself. Uh, well, you tried. I we did all try. Tried. Yeah, but I still work some Transformers in there. Boom. Of course. Of course. <laughs> uh, live in love. Bye. Bye. <laughs>